The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is Michael Jackson's Thriller Album, Stories in the Room. Join film composer Anthony Marinelli, who programmed synthesizers for seven songs on Thriller, and A&R veteran film producer Stephen Ray, who assisted Quincy Jones and was in the studio every day with Quincy and Michael. Michael Jackson's Thriller Album, Stories in the Room. I'm Anthony Marinelli with my longtime close friend and co-host, Stephen Ray, bringing you the real stories directly from the talented people in the room with us during the making of Thriller, the greatest selling album of all time. Today we welcome and share stories with composer and synth master Steve Percaro, one of the founding members of three-time Grammy-winning rock band Toto and co-writer of Michael Jackson's beloved song, Human Nature. Steve tells us how important it was for him to incorporate atmospheric sounds in his Human Nature demo and comments how Quincy and Michael developed their cinematic approach while producing Thriller. So when you demoed it, was what instruments were on the demo? That's GS1, for sure. Oh my uh, gosh. That's GS1. Love that. I remember another really important thing was when I sang the demo, I used, I wanted, I wanted it to go, why, why, why? But I wanted, I didn't want that to just be feedback or regeneration on a tape slap. I used two different space echoes that just had a single delay. Uh-huh. Right. Because I wanted them both to be loud. I didn't want it to fade out. I wanted the the slaps to be right there and in stereo. And it was just a real important oh, wow. thing to me. So you really and, demo um, with that kind of detail. Like of you say atmosphere, that's a high level. You want to hear it right away then. Sure, sure. And that's you know, that slap on the word why stuck with Quincy all the way to, you know, I when see. we mixed it, you know, Stephen will know, I mean, not even Quincy would be in the room when Bruce Swedeen was mixing. Right. But it would be Bruce yeah. and his assistant. And that was it. Um, I happened to be in another studio working with Humberto doing some overdubs on, Oh yeah. A Rod Tepperton song. Lady in my life was another one. Right. I on. Right. And since on that, I was, I think I was working on that with Humberto and, I got called into the mixing room. You know, Quincy wanted those slaps on the vocal, of course. just like the demo. Of course. See, now this right. makes a lot of sense to me because we wanted to talk to you about what you felt about Mike working with Michael and Michael and Quincy on Thriller. In terms of were they pushing the envelope sonically? And clearly, like Brian Banks and I were brought in because we were working on movies, and they were thinking cinematically and. Look what happened. MTV, like, I don't know if these guys were prophets and they knew that there were going to be videos with songs. I mean, it was it was starting to happen, but to the level of what Thriller did, it just like broke down all the barriers of film and and pop songs. And then commercials started using pop songs. But these guys were like keying in on cinematic landscapes and sounds. And then you say you think, you know, uh, atmospherically, and now. I'm sure that he would hear something like that. 
it was speaking to you, but you were like thinking ahead. And then of course, Quincy hears it and he's thinking, he's always thought ahead all the way from when he was the jazz arranger. He's always like steps ahead of everyone. So now this is really making sense to me that they were just looking for it in every way, trying to outdo sure. themselves. Quincy was a great film composer, don't forget that. And right at that Absolutely. time, they were hanging out with Spielberg. Steven, you remember that, the whole E.T. Oh, thing. Yes. And Michael Absolutely. did an E.T. album. And we were doing stuff, that right. at the same time. We were all working on it time. at the same time. Two different rooms. I had two rigs, the, the E.T. rig and the Thriller rig. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, it that was, yeah we had three. One. So they were. There were three. Three rooms going. They were your your brother, like your brother Jeff was doing drums at, at, at Sunset Sound on Beat It. Yeah. B Humberto was in Studio B across the hall with you and, and Luke doing the guitar part on Human Nature and Quincy and Bruce were in A. It was it was nuts. It, it was just, yeah, I gotta <laughs> hand it to Quincy. I remember when I first heard it, I've admitted this that that um you know he was pretty faithful as far as my demo went. You know what I mean? It was my yes. drum machine part, my bass part using the micro composer. Uh, he let me play the basic Rhodes part on GS1. Um, he added Lukather. And I, at first it was like, what's this? You know, but, you know, that was Quincy's brilliance where he made it, Michael, he made it, he made my my mid-tempo ballad, he made it R&B. And it's, you know what I mean? I wound up yeah. just so loving, loving that. You know, Michael Boddicker also did an emulator part on Human Nature. we got a... a right. Give my credit yep. for that. I, I wasn't around yep. when they did that, but uh, and Paige did a lot of the strings, and it was Paige <clears throat> that came up with the. Yep. Um, I programmed it in the Micro Composer, but those are Paige's notes on the on the sequence. You know, that yes. starts. Too. Yes. So I don't know yes. if you yes. know this. I did a I did a Human Nature session as well. I, I had, it was a union session, <laughs> and I to this day though I could not listen to the song and pick out. If it was synclavier string, I'm sure it was just some really background icing or something, huh. or maybe it didn't make it. I have no idea, but yeah. I heard the whole song like, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is one of the most emotional songs I've ever heard. I mean, I really thought that at the time, like in a studio where I'm going to, cause I, I, you know, I'm doing sessions, but I never heard a song like that, that I was even confronted with. And we did something, but I, I just don't even remember. Yeah, I mean, I worked on Billie on. Jean. I worked on, you know, practically everything, I think, except Thriller, because um, you it was so covered. But, uh, uh, you know, we all were taking – he was having everybody right. take steps. What you said That's what earlier. Cool about, yeah. like, the, the vibe was always – it wasn't like life or death. You know what I mean? Right. right you got right, the best right. out of us by the vibe being, you know what I mean, being up and positive, and it yeah. was never like – shit, we got to get this. This is our three hours to do synthesizers. He had plenty of guys coming in, taking stabs at stuff. Uh, I know a right. lot of what I did didn't wind up on those tunes. Um, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, The Girl Is Mine was the other one. I mean, uh, um, Lady in My Life. Lady in My Life. Do you ever do songs today? Like a lot of people do songs now, like here's the track. And then there's there really, there really isn't a song yet. It's like you just do a track and then you make a song later into the track. And do you think that's good or bad or does it not matter? You know, it's, it's hard to explain. You know, I remember uh, a year later, I, I, uh, Quincy wanted to hear, you know, whatever for, for the bad album. I, I had written a tune. I, I demoed up something and I really, 
did a proper demo. It was a finished song. I got uh, Glenn Ballard to do the lyrics and, and um, I really finished it. And, and Quincy's con uh, comment when he heard it was like, Oh, you've, you've already done it. Oh. <laughs> right. You've already <laughs> done it. Uh, uh, now, you know, believe me, the, the song didn't completely knock him out or sure. he would have done it, but that it's funny how, it's all the more how, what a fluke human nature was where I would have never played it for him in a million years, but because it was unfinished, there were no verse lyrics, you know, it was completely undone, but yet Quincy spotted that, you know, he knew he dug that vibe. He dug that yeah. atmosphere I had going and, um, and you yeah. know, and that melody, that melody is, Thanks. That, that, that melody is everything. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's the atmosphere. But if you just went, I mean, I was sitting with you and you were out in the room and you were just playing it on the piano. It was, that was it. Oh. Without the atmosphere, it was just, the melody is just so beautiful. Join us for the next episode of Michael Jackson's Thriller album, Stories in the Room, with your hosts, Anthony Marinelli and Stephen Ray. Watch our extended interviews on youtube.com forward slash at stories in the room. Audio only interviews are available on all podcast networks. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at stories in the room. For the latest news and links, visit the website storiesintheroom.com. This podcast is produced by Christian D. Brune and David Wolf. Recorded by Autovita Studios. Additional recording by Ben Rackless. Edited by Jay Spang and Sean Hedinger. Music by Anthony Marinelli and Stephen Ray. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.